Hello everyone listening, this is Keaton, the host of Dealing with Disabilities, and before we get started, I would like to say my goal with this podcast is to not only educate about mine and other situations, but also if there's anyone out there with a disability, physical or mental, and you are getting bullied or having suicidal thoughts, you are not alone, and it gets better. The suicide hotline is 1-800-273-8255, or go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Hello and welcome to Dealing with Disabilities, hosted by me, Keaton Cousins. This is a podcast about growing up as a child with disabilities and also interviewing other people with disabilities. Today we will be diving into my background as a person with cerebral palsy and also interviewing my aunt, Lisa Sissel. Hi, Keaton. Hi. So, to start off, cerebral palsy is defined as a disability that affects a person's ability to move and maintain balance. Cerebral means brain and palsy means problems using muscles. Uh, CP can vary from person to person. One person may not may not need to be in a wheelchair and the other may be. But in my case, it mostly affects my right hand and my right foot. And now if you don't have anything else to say, let's get started with the interview. Sounds good. When did you first find out about me having cerebral palsy? Within 24 hours of you being born, I think. We're talking 21 years ago here, Keaton. We are. <laughs> so it was a long time ago. Do you remember if you could see any difference between me and any other child? Yes, because they had you hooked up on all types of alarms and bells and whistles and all types of equipment that most babies when they're first born are not hooked up to. How did my parents tell you that they had a child with cerebral palsy or did you just find out on your own i don't remember if your mom told me or if i just found out on my own because we were at the hospital when you were born you were in icu for a little while and we stayed up there so i think it's just we knew because of you being in icu yeah i was in icu for about two weeks three weeks i think i think so it was a lot it felt like a long time i'm sure it did to my parents too oh yeah your mom didn't leave that hospital um Is there any one specific story you can remember from my early childhood that you would like to share? The only thing I remember from your early childhood is your parents never allowed your CP to affect how you needed to try things on your own and to be a responsible person. I always just looked at you as a normal kid. It didn't really, it just wasn't something that was unusual. It was just you. I never thought of you as disabled because your parents never treated you as disabled. Um, The only time I remember as little as you were a kid, we babysat you for the first time and being scared to death because of all the bells and whistles you had strapped to you. I wasn't worried about your CP. I was worried about the alarm going off and your mom thinking I didn't take good enough care of you. Other than that, you were just a baby I loved. Yeah. Did it ever affect you as a person having known somebody with CP? It did affect me as far as learning about it. I never realized that somebody that had cerebral palsy could have it at a lower level than another person. I always thought CP put people in wheelchairs. I didn't realize it could affect just an arm and a leg, or I thought it affected everything. Yeah, which in some cases it could, but in mine I got it really, I got really lucky, honestly. Yeah, and I didn't realize that, and I learned more about CP because of you. Yeah. Did you do any other research when you found out that I had cerebral palsy? I looked it up to see what it was. This is more towards mom and dad, but what are some things that you did that you may have never told me? I can't think of anything I ever had to do to protect you. Unless you were playing with some people, they'll be named unnamed. Um, 
I can't think of anything I had to do to protect you. Like I said, you were just one of the kids that was hanging at the house. So I can't think of anything on that, Keaton. Now that we talked about early childhood, we are going to go into school relationships and bullying as I got older. I thought of something. In childhood, you probably needed protection from me and Jessica because we took you to Rick's and put you in a, a big old pot and took pictures of you with stuffed animals all over you. Which I still have hanging on the wall in the house. Um, yeah, now that we talked about early childhood, we are going into my school relationships and bullying as I got older. Growing up, I always found it hard to make and maintain friendships. I had a few true friends, but I always knew that there would be so-called fake friends. And I did have a few. Those fake friends growing up were the people that felt bad for me because of my disability. Which, uh, do you, not naming any, do you remember any people like that? What I remember is your birthday parties, you always had the same kids over. And... Now, as an adult, I look back and we all have fake friends, whether we have a disability or not. There's always somebody out there that's going to want to be your friend for maybe some reason that isn't sincere. So, I hate that you were bullied. I didn't know you were bullied in school. I wish you had said something to me because I would have gone and kicked some butt. I do remember one specific time that I did tell you that in, do you remember this? In middle school, I had said something about one of the other classmates saying that he wanted to quote me you went crazy told mom and mom got involved with the school district i don't remember that well mom needed to know i did the right thing then i went to your mom and had her handle the school because that's i know this person was joking but it was still a thing it's a threat that you need it's a threat before you tell someone that yes bullying is completely wrong And I know with anything you would ever tell me, I would go into the protective mode. I just happen to not remember that because I have a horrible memory. (laughs) Um, I really struggled to fit in as a child with cerebral palsy because I let my disability hold me back. And I never really grew to the potential I could until I was in high school. Um, Could you think of anything to say? Junior high school seemed like a jumping board for you with your woodshop teacher. That's right. I forgot about that. That's what I remember is that you got in this class with him and it seemed like all of a sudden it was sparked something inside you. That was when I started my business of making and turning pens. That a normal person cannot do. Yeah, a one-handed person made beautiful pens that I had actually made a homegrown business out of. I still got mine. I've got like three of them. I love my pens. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, now that I think about Mr. Hansen was his name. You just thought the world of him. He was the first person that in school that really taught me that it's okay to have a disability. It was, he really encouraged me, even woodshop, a dangerous subject that I could have hurt my other hand with. He encouraged me to be myself and figure out a way to do it. Yeah, exactly. And I really admire him for that. And Mr. Hansen, if you're listening, thank you for everything that you did for me as a student. We all have that one special teacher. Do you have any one special teacher that you can remember like that? I had a librarian. When I would have really rough days being picked on or whatever was going on, I could go to her and she would talk to me. And that meant a lot. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember her name. She was in junior high school, so we're talking over 40 years ago. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of times that I struggled with having a disability, and I would ask myself oftentimes why I would get... I'd ask God why I got this horrible disfigurement, not disfigurement, but... Disease. Yeah. 
and uh i went through hard times but i got through it with love and support of people all around me like you mom and dad um just family members and friends in general and uh if anyone is going through a hard time, reach out to somebody, talk about what you're going through. It really does help. I do remember one memory, Keaton. Of what? When you were suicidal. I remember this. I have never been so scared. I was scared for you. I was scared for your mom. And we didn't want to lose you. Yeah, that was a really rough time that I went through because of... Not Bullying and disability. So please, everybody out there, there's somebody that will listen to you. And, um... I don't know how many people this is going to reach, but I'm always available. You can contact me directly if that's something you choose to. There's hotlines, suicide hotlines, and I'm sure there is people in your life that love you and accept you for who you are. So please contact somebody if you're ever depressed or need just a friend. Keaton's a good listener also. Um, now that we're uh, all getting kind of sad, let's uh, <laughs> talk about the part about overcoming these hard times and really growing into who I was. Um, uh, in my opinion, I really didn't accept who I was until my sophomore year in, in high school when I joined theater. And that was where I made most of the friends who encouraged me and accepted me for who I was. They were the ones who basically led me into the path that I am right now and that made it me feel okay that it was it was okay to have a disability and that I could reach it and achieve my dreams. And be yourself. And be myself, yes. You definitely became yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you remember any specific stories? Did I ever tell you any stories about when I was in theater and all the friends that I had made? Theater was your life. It Every was. time you walked over to the house after school, there was some theater story. You told me so many of them, Keaton, I can't remember them all. Yeah. I just know it was like the woodworking. It sparked something in your soul, and you just thrived on it. I mean, you had good friends in that group, and mm-hmm. you enjoyed going to school because of it. Yeah, it was it was a great time in my life that my... <laughs> This is another teacher that encouraged me to do my best. It was uh, Mr. Donia, Mr. Joseph Donia, the theater department. And uh, even with this podcast, he encouraged me to go out and make this podcast and, and let people know about this disability or any disability. And uh, also, again, I thank you, Mr. Donia, for encouraging, encouraging me to be who I am breathe yeah i'm having trouble right now because i'm even starting to tear up um theater helped me overcome all the negative thoughts about my disability the memories about the and the experiences i had shaped me into the man i am today i'm not ashamed and i'm not saddened by this disability i accept it and it's a part of who i am um wow this was a short interview thank you for my guest thank you to my guest for coming on and talking with me you're welcome keaton i love you And uh, I just want to emphasize this again. If you are having any troubles or know anyone who is, reach out to them, reach out to anyone else, and let them know that you are there for them or that someone else is there for you. Um, Thank you. This has been Dealing with Disabilities, the podcast about growing up with a disability. (laughs) 